Welcome into the Committed to Christ podcast. This is Greg and Kelly Krawick. Hello. Nice to have you back today. Thank you. Yes, it's been... It's good to be back. It is, yes, it is good to have you back. We would like to welcome all the new listeners to the Committed to Christ podcast. As you know, I'm a number junkie. And you been, are? I am. I'm a number junkie. I've been watching our analytics, analytics oh. and they have been going up, and uh, I'm I, very excited about that. That's so. because I have a wonderful mother. Yeah, well, she's primarily, in now, but I think that's why. I think that had a lot to do with it. <laughs> yeah. We we gained a lot of new customers. It's, you know, it's <laughs> amazing how it, that's what we're going to talk about. But it's amazing how many people loved her. Yeah, you know, not not it doesn't surprise me. Right, but it's amazing. Right, what a legacy. What a legacy. Well, before we get into the podcast today, if you would like to email us, the email address is c two c on air at gmail. Dot com, and that will be posted in the description of the podcast. So thank you guys so much for listening. We really do appreciate it. Yes, we do. So, well, the title of the podcast today? Perspective. 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 Right. What is perspective? So before we get into it, I guess I would just, um, I looked up the definition of perspective, and it says a particular attitude toward or way of regarding something, a point of view. Good. So our perspective, since everything has happened with your mom mm-hmm. and you are back home now, has changed Has changed a, a lot. It has. Right? Yep. Our perspective and, you know, other people's perspectives too. I think um, this whole experience has made me see things way differently mm-hmm. through, not just through my eyes, but trying to look at it from other people's points of view and Yep, definitely. Um, were you, did you have something you wanted to say before I cut you off? No, I. you go right on ahead and you take over. <laughs> well, I was, you know, when you were talking about, we were talking about my mom, it makes me think that, um, you know, I know everyone has those moments when they're growing up mm-hmm. where you, you say things that you don't really mean and you say them. And I know as a teenager, especially you say things because you're trying to figure out who you are and you're trying to um, separate yourself and be an individual. And so you're leaving that, that core and you're moving into your own. And so sometimes you say things that you wish you wouldn't have. And I know um, growing up, if I look back, one of the things that I did that I wish I never would have done, and, and maybe it made me who I am, and made my relationship with my mom so much better. So I guess it isn't such a bad thing, but I remember my mom wanting me to just grow up out of, and once I got out of school, she wanted me to get married and have grandkids for her. Immediately. Yes. She she was waiting for those grandkids. Mm. And, and it was like, I, she just couldn't stand it. She loved babies. And it, it drove me crazy. <laughs> I was like, serious? I did not want to have children. I wasn't even thinking about kids. Mm. And the whole thing just made me angry, you know? And so I would make all these comments to her like, you know, mom, I'm not going to do that. That's not, I, I mean, I was mean to her. And now I look at that and I think, wow, you know, my mother, I didn't appreciate what my mother was until I got older. And then even when she was, even, even through this whole thing, me watching her die and seeing all the people that just spoke into me about her or that reached out, it really made me see that, you know, she had something there. Yeah. Like she, family was so important to her and she, um, she taught me things that 
I should have paid more attention to. And now I hope that I do, you know, like I never wanted to be like my mother. And now it's like, God, if I could just be half of the person she was. A woman full of character yes, and integrity. To the very end. Yeah. She she really did live the word out. She did. Yeah. She did. And she wasn't perfect. She had opinions. She had, you know, points of view sometimes that I thought, oh my goodness, mom, you know, <laughs> or she would say something, but it isn't that. It's that that love for Jesus in the middle of everything all the time. The one thing that I noticed that stuck out the most about her is she gave grace, a lot of grace to she people. Did. She did. Who And it didn't mean that well, she said it was okay, but she gave them the grace to be who they were and to figure out right. what they were doing on their own without stepping in and trying to fix them. Right. She was, I guess what I said, what I mean by that is she was very patient, giving yes. grace and being patient at the same time, Yes, not giving an okay the, to live a certain way when you shouldn't be living that way, but loving people, anyway. but still loving them anyway. She never turned a cold shoulder to anyone. Right. And see, that's the, that's the perspective too, because that's something that a lot of people said to me. Yeah. Your mom loved me no matter what. Yeah. I always knew. And see, that that's perspective. You know, mm-hmm. she had a different perspective than a lot of people do. We, we have a tendency to look at things from our own point of view. And that's the way the world is. You know, normal is me. And everybody else, if you're not like me, you're not normal. You know, that's the perspective. And my mom wasn't like that. She was able to look at it from God's point of view. And I think it came from years of being a Christian that that you can realize, and I hope that I'm that way. You know, I want to be that way. Right. I want to look at people and say, hey, God loves you, and be able to look beyond the things that they might be doing that I don't agree with or the things that they might be saying that I don't agree with. It's not about that at all, you know, because it's God's, God's the ultimate goal in all of this and something that's just been so clear to me. And God just, sometimes I feel like he just downloaded this marvelous thing. And I, I probably everyone already knows this, but the whole point is this is not our home. Right. We're here for a time. And the point of being here, because we live, we're born, we marry, we have children, we die, all that happens here. But in the middle of all that, the whole point of it is salvation, the salvation of our soul. Yeah. Because the devil stole something from us at the very beginning with Adam and Eve. He stole that and we cannot get it back unless we accept Jesus into our heart. Amen. When we when when Adam and Eve sinned and they they took that they did that that took that away from us. We don't have that communion with God anymore. We don't have that perfect, you know, eternal life. Yeah, the only way you get strained. that now, mm-hmm. yeah, the only way you get that now is is if you have salvation. And so our whole focus if we could just step back and look at it from God's point of view, because I was, I'm so sad that my mom died. I, I miss her. There's times when I want to call her, but I know now that she's in heaven with Jesus and, and that she's a cheerleader along with all those other angels. Yes, go and tell that person about Jesus. You know, get as many people here as you can. It's beautiful. It's great. I want, to, I want you to be here, you know? Right. When you have somebody in your life, like your mother, who has made such an impact yes. on us and, and others as well, you live that legacy out for a long time because it is a major loss. Right, it is. And I don't think she realized it. Mm-hmm. I, I know setting with her, she kept, I mean, every day 
Every day I was was I was in South Carolina for six weeks, and every day my mom got a card in the mail from somebody. Yeah, I think we sent out like thirty thank you notes to people who sent cards. She just every day she would get a card from someone thinking about you, love you, thank you so much for all that you did. You're a beautiful you know example of of God, and it was just amazing to me. And and she was surprised. Yeah, she's like, wow, I didn't know I made that much of a difference. Because she wasn't doing anything. She was doing what she's God... She's just living for, yes, for Jesus. Yes. Right. And that's all it was. And that's kind of what God wants us to do because I don't think he wants us to know. Exactly. I was just going to say yeah. that. It's it's probably better for us as Christians to not know yeah. the impact that we make and, and that we have on others because of the simple reason of pride. Exactly. You are so right. That is exactly what happens. And I think just in the big picture, you know, there in the United States there are so many um, huge, uh, and I don't want to say mega churches because I'm not picking on them. It okay. There's huge people who are in in positions of um, recognition. Like you recognize these really awesome people of God. Mm-hmm. You know, what you don't realize is the pressure that's on that person. You know, there's something to be said about that. You, you, when you're in that position, everybody's looking at you and they're expecting you to never do anything wrong and never make any mistakes. And you just set yourself up for failure, you know, where it's a lot easier. I, it's a lot easier to be that person that just does what Jesus wants you to do and not, and not have to be in that limelight all the time, you know? Right. And I think, I think for my mom, it it was, she had, she loved her life. She loved her family. She loved people Mm -hmm. and her being a Christian just made it all that better. Right. And I'll say, because we've titled this podcast perspective, what is it? My perspective on life has totally changed now that, that, that this event has taken place in our lives because of the duties and the responsibilities that I have here at our local facility, I've noticed that I've kind of relaxed a little bit. Now, now I don't mean I'm not doing my job. Or you're not doing your job as unto the Lord. Uh, yeah, yes, still. I'm still doing my job, but as far as carrying the weight or the burden, the Taking everything. Taking it so seriously. Exactly. You know, what is what is the big picture? Exactly. Of, of life now. Yeah. It's getting people to know Jesus. It is. Not making is. sure that every leaf is off the sidewalk in front of the church building. Right. You, you right. know what I mean? Right. right. So, so my perspective has changed dramatically just over the past month. Right. And, and God brings us into different, into yes. those different seasons so that we can see. Right. And, and, and I think at that moment, when you do that, that's almost like you seeing things the way God wants you to see them, mm-hmm. you know, right. because he's, it's like backing up and taking a full view picture right. instead of just your focus on this one little thing. Yep. You kind of take a step back and you realize, wow, mm-hmm. this is what's important. Well, and also when you get perspective where it should be, you start asking God, okay, Lord, am I exactly where you want me to be right now in life? Right. Is Am, am I am I staying in this particular spot in my life? Whether it's, you know, whatever it is, right. a job, a church, a location, whatever. Am I here for me, or am I here because you want me to be here? Right, right. And, and I think it's okay to kind of take inventory of yourself, which is what your mom absolutely. always said. Yep. You should always examine yourself right. to make sure that you're in God's will and not your own. Right. Oh, and the flesh gets in there. 
the flesh. Sometimes sure, because we're always looking flesh. for comfort. Yes, we are. Sure. And mm-hmm. we're thinking about ourselves. Right. And that's the perspective too, because I could very easily look within myself and, and I have to make a choice mm-hmm. every day right. to be okay. You know, I have to make a choice this morning. I'm going to get up and I'm going to carry on. I'm not going to live in sadness or depression, you know, because I could. And and it, that opens up a whole nother right. conversation. But, you know, just, just making that conscious choice. To, okay, God, this is where you put me right now. Right now, in this moment, in this moment in time, I'm doing what you want me to do. Right. And I, and I think, and you and I had had this conversation as well. I think your mom, she was such a family person. Yep. She had to work that out with the Lord. She did. Because she knew she got the the diagnosis or, right. or the prognosis from the doctors that she was not going to survive this. Right. And I think her and her personality, because we know yeah. her, really had to let her family go yeah. and give them, give us to God. And it was so, you know, I got to say, it was amazing to watch her mm-hmm. because I don't know if I knew that I was going to die. If if my doctor said months, I don't I don't know what I would do, right. you know. And and I hope that I would handle it the way she did, with so much grace and even on me because I was struggling. And there were times when I was only thinking about myself and how I was going to feel when my mom was gone. And you know what? She was able to be for me what I needed. Even and in not, those last, even in those times, yeah. even in those times, she was speaking into me, mm-hmm. and and how who can do that? Right. Who, when they know they're going to die, doesn't stop and start to think about themselves? Right. You know, and so I'm just so amazed. I, 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 she did a great job. She did a great job. She and, did a great job, and she was ready. Yeah. I I believe that she really was ready to go be with the Lord, and as I know ready as you can be. as ready as you can yeah. be. And I know that she really wanted to go see a lot of family, but she didn't have to. She couldn't physically right? because they came to her. They're they like, did. no, you stay there. We're going to come and see you. And they did. And over this whole year, I mean, she's gotten to see people that she hadn't seen in so long. Yeah. You know, that God has a way. You know, she had a friend come visit her and then who she hadn't seen, Sherry, Sherry Whitaker came and saw yeah. her. Yep. And then she left. And a couple of weeks later, God God took Sherry home unexpectedly. And then, you know, my my aunt and her daughter and her little kids got to come and see them on, on Thanksgiving. And I know that was an amazing time. And, and they had a great time. And my mom loves kids. So that was great, you know. Yeah. And then she didn't, her daughter didn't get to come back, but then my aunt got to come. And so she got to see people that she hadn't seen in so long. And I know because of who she was and how important family was, that that meant everything to her. Yeah. You know, and perspective from other people's perspective, because I've had people say to me, oh my gosh, you had all those people at your house and you did all this. And, and even it was overwhelming because my parents have a big house, but you know, my mom's always been the hotel lady, you know, (laughs) here, let me feed you. Let me clean you up. Let me, yes. Let me, let me change your sheets. Let me do the towels. You know, so I had to step into that role and it, and it, it could be overwhelming. It was, but you know what, me and my brother, we talked about it. And even my dad, we did it because that's what mom wanted. Yeah. That was mom. That's who she was. Yeah. And and I'm so thankful. I, I pray that um that God does the same thing for me. And I pray that if you're listening, that um you're able to step into what God wants you to be. Because what a legacy to leave. Yeah. You know, when when someone says they loved Jesus. Yeah. 
they were the best. That's they what did made this the big me. difference yes. in their lives. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. And the lives of others. So now as a family, yes, we are doing exactly well, not exactly, but we're, we're kind of taking the Israelite approach when Moses passed away. You know, yeah. they took 30 days yeah. and they mourned for him. So that's kind of what we're doing. We're just kind of taking these next 30 days and just kind yeah. of allowing the grieving process to to run its course. And, yeah, and to, you know, I was going to the other thing I want to say, too, is um, the grieving process. I never um, I never experienced it until now and I never understood it. And it is the strangest thing. And the way I've handled things, the way I've reacted to things have shocked me. Mm. I thought I would handle things differently than I did. You know, even even as my mom was dying, I I wasn't I didn't handle things like I thought I would. And I'm 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 sometimes I look at myself and think, wow, I disappoint myself. But I'm learning and, and I hope this helps someone, you know, when you grieve that. There's no right way to do it, right. that it just happens. And you can be having a perfectly fine day, and all of a sudden this wave of emotion will come over you, and it just ruins the rest of the day. <laughs> and, and you want to go curl up in a ball somewhere and just cry. Yeah. And, you know, that's amazing. And and it's, so no, and it's our, normal to want to do that. Right. So we're going to take our 30 days. Yes. And we're still going to carry on. We're going to take our 30 days, and we're just going to... Take a deep breath. Yeah, I would I would say as far as the mourning and grieving process goes, I tr- do your best, and, and I don't just mean you, everybody, do your best to not allow your heart to become hard. Yeah. Because it can. And right. and this is this is an event in, in everyone's life that's going to happen. Right. That that your heart will want to become hard. Yeah. That there may be some bitterness towards God. Because yeah. be, because we did pray. Yeah, yeah. And, and and we ask God to heal her and do, you know, a great work and all this and that. And and we didn't get what we wanted here on this planet. What we wanted. What we wanted. Right. right. But ultimately God got the victory. Your he mom did. got the victory. He did. She, I, just, I gotta say, I wasn't I wasn't as upset with God as I was with other no, people. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I was, like, I was going to do my devotion through the book of Job and it was all his friends that were always making these comments. And it's like, you know, oh, that's, that's true. The, I learned to be quiet. Well, yeah. Yeah. And I guess if you don't know what to say, if you're, if you're, if you're ministering to somebody who's going through this process, if, if you don't know what to say, the best thing is to not say anything at all. Yes. So yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, it's just better to exactly. <laughs> say anything. Well, I, I do have a couple of scriptures okay. that I would like to read and we can all just munch on these and stick them in our hearts and leave them there. This is from Matthew chapter five, verse four. Blessed are those who mourn for they will be comforted. So God knows. He does. He knows where we're at. He knows what we're going through and it's okay to cry to him. It's okay. It's okay to show grief to mourn the loved ones because, and, and, and I don't ever want to get used to that. No, never. Mm -mm. Because it's, you know what, it's, it's not going to last forever, which is, which is a good thing. Death is the last enemy that will be destroyed. Right. And here in Revelation 21, it says, Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and there was no longer any sea. I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride, beautifully dressed for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Look, God's dwelling place is now among the people, 
and he will dwell with them. They will be his people, and God himself will be with them and be their God. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain, for the old order of things has passed away. So we are currently now living in the old order of things. Right. Yeah. So that's something to look forward to because death is not going to last forever. It, it will stop someday. Right. And we will go and be with the loved ones that have gone before. Right. Which gives me hope and it encourages me. It does. You know, because yeah. here, here's, here's the crazy thing. Even though I know your mom is not on this physical earth anymore. Yeah. I know in my spirit that she is very alive and very well today with our Lord. Can you imagine how crazy excited she's going to be when when she gets to see like the first person that she knows arrives in heaven? She's going to run over. Yes. And be like, yes. you don't believe, look at this, you can't believe it. Yes. Just, I could just hear her. Because I, she, I mean, she had, when she went, people greeted her. Now yes. she's part of them that's going know, to greet others. I can just imagine so what it's going to be like. It's, a, it's awesome. It is. It's awesome. Yep. So even people that you don't know from all over the world who are dying going to heaven, yep. you get to greet them as well. Right. I mean, it's right. the family. It's part of, you know, so... Yep. It's, it's awesome. awesome. So, well, do you have anything else you would like to say before we close? I think I've said enough. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening to the Committed to Christ podcast. We love you all, and we will talk to you next time.